0: Mr. Peanut and the polar bear, of course, with his two water bottles, getting set up, ready to go. Hydrated, liquidated lumber liquidators. Ever heard of them?
1: <laughs> I have, but I guess you know. I don't know how. <laughs> Not that, sure what they do, but it applied. To me, but.
0: Well, a little liquid deal. Um, what's up, man? We're back at it. We are. We're back at
1: 27 it. deep of these. Watching. 27 deep. We got the Padres on. 2-0. Snell's pitching. I mean, good Evans. And
0: Snell's not giving up a run for the time being. The time we'll game. see if the that game. comment right there puts us into a world of hurt. You know, it's just a, And if so, a I'll a... impose a self-suspension. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get right into it. Uh, NBA Finals. The Milwaukee Bucks are the NBA champions. Um... Pretty awesome, I think. First title since nineteen seventy one. The Suns went up two zero. Looked like the team to beat, um, you know, in the rounds previous and just the way they were playing. I talked about that a lot. How I liked how they played and they were fast paced. Bucks lost the first two and then won all four straight after that. So, the resilience of that team was remarkable, and you know, kind of go go off of that.
1: I mean, uh, you know, just it's funny you you know. It's funny that you bring up the two items that I honestly was immediately thinking about was one, how much had we talked about the Suns prior to this and how well they were playing and just, you know, how, how they were going about attacking teams and things like that. And then second to that is just the fact that, um, you know, the Bucks had the opportunity to just I don't know, you know. I'm not a huge basketball guy, yeah, so right. I don't know what those that. locker. I don't know what those locker rooms are like. I don't know what the atmosphere is like. But the fact that you have the Suns go up two games, mm. I mean, that kind of. So you're talking about the response after yeah, that, exactly. I mean, you know, you and I are competitive people in all aspects sure. of life, and especially at a professional level of sports and in basketball. And you just get that mindset of, you know, what we're not fucking losing this anymore. And then you go and just. You turn the switch mm-hmm. and go, hey, we're we are going to do this, we're able to do this, and we're going to run the ship.
0: Yeah, you know? and I think the main thing uh, to that response would be the series doesn't begin until somebody wins on the road, so if that's your mentality uh, right there, yeah. then you try to take care of business at home, which they did, and then you try to take that next game, and I think game five is really what put them in that position, because they won the first road game versus, you know, Phoenix is a very tough place to play, and they just played better there and the bucks came out handled business there and then you got the city of milwaukee which was insane i don't know yeah. you saw oh, the yeah. streets outside of the arena sixty eight thousand deep what's covid yeah doesn't exist i guess I anymore um, but i mean what a scene and that's like kind of what we're going to get into here is uh you know having a new city not a new city but a, a City like Milwaukee, who doesn't win all the time, like you know, Brewers, uh, the Packers have had success, but only have one championship. And the Bucks, I mean, there's not that many championships to you know live and die by. No, like you know, the Yankees are just something. Some teams that have been around and have won all the time. So right. it was awesome to see a new you know new team on the block that had stuck together. No super team BS. Giannis you know, could have gone other places and he chose to stay true. Doesn't hurt that he got a super max and that's like $400 million, but Hey, he stayed loyal to his city. So he deserves that kind of respect in the contract.
1: You know, and I I think you brought up a really good point and it's, and it's items that you and I have talked about in previous episodes is the fact that there's some of those franchises and cities where, you know, the fans have been so just, dragged along and i, I use that word <laughs> i use that word lightly but dragged along in a sense of fuck are we when are we gonna win yeah and then now you have you know those loyal fans that have just been you know i'm gonna use a really funny word but yearning for a, a championship <laughs> that's right yearning for a championship and good word you know it's just i don't know it, it again we've we've talked about this at length especially in on my side you know respect the game and the the game Mm -hmm. will respect you. And the fact that you've, as Milwaukee fans, you know, 68,000 outside of the arena, just kind of seeking and wanting them to win. I mean, that just shows you how much impact that team has on their community. And it's just, you know, also Milwaukee is a small market. I Mm -hmm. know that. I mean, you know, it just just speaks volumes. And, And the fact that, you know... I don't know, it's it's just so cool to see. Yeah,
0: and I love how cyclical sports is, right? So the small market team comes in and gets a championship for once. It's not this big, you know, the NBA kind of has crafted itself toward this super team Yeah, uh, mentality mentality where, you know, the best players are teaming up. And I'm not saying that's wrong, you know. Free agency, you're able Some to do whatever you want. get mad at that, yeah. you know. I don't get mad at that. I mean, the Lakers won because we had Anthony Davis, right? So who am go. I to get mad at that, you know? players can team up eventually through yes. free agency. Yes. But is it cooler to have a team that has been together and has gone through the the lumps of losing the playoffs and um, being, you know, the Bucks were the best team in the NBA last year, and then they go into the bubble and it falls apart and they don't, you know, reach those expectations that they had set. So going through those disappointments, I think, And sticking together as a unit, they added Drew Holiday, who's, you know, a tremendous player. But most of those guys have been on that team for a while and knew what it meant to the city, knew, you know, how to approach the playoffs. I think that's a huge part of any playoff series in any league is going through those lumps and then responding the following year.
1: Yeah, and I think it means more, too, to the fans in a sense of, you know— you know, let's just let's just use the Yankees. You as mean the A. championship means more to the fans, yeah. or the guys sticking together, Oh or it. both, all of yeah. it. It, it. It's all an aspect of each other, right? Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying, I think it means more. You know, with let's use Milwaukee and let's just use like the Yankees. You know, not even the Yankees. Let's just use the Patriots, right, as an example, right? The Patriots have they won for so much consistency, right? And as the fan. Is that championship like, yeah, we won. It's great. Like, let's go party. Where with Milwaukee, they have not won in, what was it, 50 years, right? Since 71 yeah. Yeah, I mean, that... I mean, you have people that are living that have have been waiting for that championship. And oh, yeah. And that just shows, and that's what I, I guess I'm trying to allude to, is it shows, like, we've struggled with you. The fact that you've mm-hmm. stayed here. You know that... You know, there's something here. Like we're keeping you here, what have you? You know, the Supermax contract. That doesn't matter. It it mm-hmm. something is keeping you here, and it's you know, it's like Tatis. Like he's he's staying here because he likes being in San Diego. He likes our team. He sees a future with us, right? right? As fans, that's what that's that's all, all you want. want. Yeah, is that exactly exactly?
0: Um, yeah, no, and you know about the Supermax, Giannis. Oh. Go yeah, ahead. get that get that water going, right. you know, <laughs> Guzzle City. But we're going back to the Supermax. Giannis earned that. You know what I mean? First of all, he's yeah. an all-world player, and he's decided to stick with the hometown team. And the NBA has crafted contracts to you know support that and have the players want to get that extra incentive to stay, so they're not moving around all the time. It doesn't always work because you know, three hundred fifty million compared to two hundred eighty million. What's really the difference there? Um but I thought one part of the series that I wanted to point out is Giannis in that last game. So 50 points, mm-hmm. 14 rebounds and five blocks. He elevated his whole allure, his whole brand during mm-hmm. that moment. Took that moment and, you know, they didn't lose game six and forced it to game seven. Milwaukee's panicking now. Both teams have won a road game. No. Took that moment and flourished in it. And so yeah. did Chris Middleton. And that whole Bucks team pretty much played a their game yep. and I think that was the main difference was the Suns were almost playing as if, Oh my god, like we're down, it has to happen now. We gotta come back now, I gotta make this shot now. And it was you know, the balls just kinda flying everywhere and you kinda sense they hadn't been in that big moment before, which yep. they hadn't. And the Bucks hadn't been in the finals either, but like I was saying, with the long series they had been through and the struggles they had been through, I think they were a little more like, let's just play our game as if it's any other game. And the Suns are trying to get back 10 points in one possession. And to that point, I mean, you know, they're trying to get back. I, I just think they played panicky basketball and... <laughs> 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 uh just a just a quick cut synopsis. <laughs> until, <laughs> until I get going again. Yeah. Um But yeah, I mean I just think um the moment kinda was I don't know if it was too big for the Suns or you know, it, it was just they got kinda got out of their game, but the Bucks were more on their game, let's I mean that's the easy thing to say, but um their prime time guy stepped up and made plays Giannis, I mean, when you're dropping fifty points and you're the main guy in your team, and you have a guy like Chris Milton that can drop twenty five and Drew Holiday can drop sixteen, like you're gonna probably win more often than not. Yeah. Um and if Devin Booker and Chris Paul can't match that not match that, but even get to, you know, a thirty and thirty type performance, it Giannis playing that way puts a lot of pressure on the Suns, and that is why the result is was what it was.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think the fact that, you know, I don't know, Giannis just being, I I know we're going to talk, I mean, Giannis's performance just showed like, hey, you guys invested in me, and I'm willing to show you, I I can do this, Mm -hmm. like I can take the control, and you know what, and and I hate, I I don't hate to say this, but what I saw out of him was, hey, let's put this shit away, I'm going to give, excuse me, I'm going to give you everything that I have. So, we can be a successful team, and you know, I'll 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 say it. That's like some Mamba mentality shit, right? Yeah. there. I mean, that's who had it. an
0: impact on him? Exactly. Becoming this MVP <clears throat> Defensive Player of the Year guy. Yeah. And he
1: mentioned that after the the game. Exactly, and 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 it just shows that I don't know. It just it gives me just. You know, a lot more f- respect for him. I already respected him for his accolades and his achievements and what his family has gone through and things like right, that. Right. Yeah. Uh, which again is is one story of many in any mm-hmm. sport, and it just showed. I don't know. It's. I don't know. You know, there's a time in there's a time in every athlete's life where it's like, you know, this is who I am yeah. as a player. You're either and, gonna make it or you're just gonna be an average cat. Exactly, and I think his game and games in. How he it's played. gonna
0: go down in history, right? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I'll never
1: forget how he played. That's a great just hit for Manny right there. <laughs> um, but again, you know, <clears throat> I I just I'm shocked at the way he played, and how well he was able to just take control and say, you know what, fuck yeah. this, like I'm gonna let you guys go. And again, that could be to the Suns, like, um, you know, I I, I I I Again, I didn't watch all the game. I I don't know. I didn't get to see a lot of how they were playing. And to have that, you know, I mean, that probably, as a fan, I mean, you probably see it, right? Like, yeah, no. You, you, the Suns so, are like, oh, shit, where did this guy come from?
0: What I'm what I'm thinking is it's not <laughs> so much of where he came from, but the evolution of him as a player. There you go, yeah, that's um, great, yeah. Because, you know, Giannis started out in the league a pretty uh, slim guy, and he's kind of transformed his game into this MVP, you know, can euro step from the freaking three-point line and yeah. power through you and so his problem in the past playoff series has been they teams have been trying to take that away and make him shoot and he's been kind of trying to figure out how to get through that and what i saw in this game is i'm going to play my game i'm going to get to my spots and they're just going to have to deal with it which is a mama mentality again and that's why those numbers refl- i mean those numbers reflect exactly what that mentality is of i'm here to do what i'm good at and i'm not going to adjust to what your defense is you're gonna to adjust to me so i think that was the main factor of Giannis going off and being a milwaukee legend now and on the other side other side of the coin chris paul 17 years in the nba first time making it to the finals and his first year with the Suns. i i mean you got a feel for the guy right he he's an all-time great he's a hall of fame point guard And probably after 2-0 was thinking, this is my time, I've put in, and he has. He's definitely put in all the grind and played the game the right way. (coughs) And, you know, maybe he's kind of an asshole, but he is a, you know, huge competitor and respected for that, at at the very least. Is he going to get, you know, under your skin? Yeah, that's kind of part of his uh, makeup. But... To go 17 years, finally make it to the finals, and then fall short after going up 2-0 has got to be just brutal on the uh, you know emotional level. It's just a kick in the nuts is what it really is. It's a square kick to the testicles. Yeah.
1: It's tough, man. Courtesy
0: of Giannis, who is about 6'10", so that's a long leg.
1: Yeah, I mean, for how, <laughs> for how much Chris Paul has played in the NBA, I mean...
0: Yeah, and to finally have all the pieces around him yeah. and... <clears throat> You know, he's been all around, you know, people thought when he was on the Clippers, that team was going to do it. His New Orleans team before that was always, you know, a first round, second round exit. So he's been all, you know, Houston matching up with James Harden. That didn't work out. Two alphas just didn't work out. So, you know, 17 years in, I do love his response where they asked him, you know, what's next? And he's like, well, I'm not retiring. Like, I'm going back to work. And... Love that. You know, that's kind of just why he's been successful, why you're the player, why he's a player that he is. And I think... <laughs> and my God, come to the Lakers. Let's do this right. Super team way. Right. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so Milwaukee is the NBA champions. Just had their parade today, actually. Um, the bus was moving a little quick for me. I mean, if you're doing a parade, kind of enjoy the moment. You know, get over it's with. not about getting through the route. <clears throat> Jesus Christ, I mean... Drink a little champagne, talk a little shit, and do a little dance. That's, what I, that's how I'm parading.
1: Doing a little dance. Yeah, yeah, there you go.
0: But, again, awesome to see the small market team that hasn't won in forever yeah, I agree. win a championship. And to see a city that hasn't won a championship win a championship. It's it's a different feel. Um. So, congrats to the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis for solidifying his legacy. Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, you know, the names go on. But moving into whole different topic, whole different vibe, <laughs> whole different conversation. That's what we do here. The <laughs> Oakland A's or are they? Ooh, see what I did there. The Oakland A's may be the final pro team to relocate. And why why do I bring this up? Because the Oakland City Council and the A's ownership are on completely different you know the Basically, the Oakland City Council passed this bill that was good for them, but the Oakland owner didn't agree to. So, I don't understand how that goes down in legislation, but if the guy who owns the team is like, hey, that's not what I agreed to, I'm going to look elsewhere now, then why are you even signing that deal in the first place? I would do that. I mean, So, not sure what Oakland's thinking there in terms of trying to retain your team. I mean, the stadium they play in is... Trash, too. It's where the Raiders used to play, and so. It's, it's beyond garbage. It's like Qualcomm, basically. It's it's literally a Qualcomm,
1: just in Oakland. Huge concrete stadium, something that someone doesn't want to be in. I mean, they don't even yeah. fill their stadium. And,
0: look, because like the way stadiums used to be <laughs> is, like, let's make it, it can fit, like, 120,000 people, and then, you know, they're not going to be that way every, especially baseball. Like, a Tuesday day yeah. game. Tuesday night game. You're not filling those seats. So, you know, Oakland may become, or Oakland A's may become the Las Vegas A's. And where did you hear? where did that, how did that? So that appear, that's just a name <laughs> that is, or a city that's come up as, because, you know, city. they just got a hockey team. Yeah. Um, they just got the Raiders, who are from Oakland. So, it appears like Vegas, number one, has the money, has the space. Yeah. And has the willingness to you know, be that type of city. And, you know, it makes sense. Vegas has it all. Um, it's not, like, the greatest temperature, but you can certainly do... do it there's enough desert to put places, put in places. Um, but if, you know, the, if the A's leave, that's the Raiders are gone, Warriors are gone, and now the A's. So, I mean, as a Charger fan, I think that's the worst thing ever. Like, if the Padres were to leave, which oh, it will no. never happen, uh, that would I'm be terrible i mean <laughs> no i mean we're we're in great shape the yeah. stadium's too sick but i 'm just- I'm saying like put yourself in their shoes, like your baseball team is now leaving well, we, we have i mean we, yeah a football up, team, but yeah. that's they've they got two
1: more sports on us Based off what you're saying there's just like fans are out of control like they're they're out of it's out of their hands essentially, yeah. it sounds like and that that 's what makes it bad mm-hmm. is because. Mm-hmm. As fans, we're committed to the team. We've invested time. We've invested money. Like we should have a lot more of an opportunity and impact. Mm. Again, we're talking more of like A's and our experience with the, the, the Chargers, but you know it just if this is really going to happen and just to see a city just totally like
0: Rip down, the professional teams. Yeah, that's yeah, terrible. It's horrible, especially because. Those people in Oakland have supported each of those teams fully. Yeah. When they were bad, good, whatever. So the fact that, you know, the people in power or in legislation aren't going to, and the, you know, the owners of these teams, like, can't come together. And maybe that's the city's fault. Maybe that's the owner's fault. Maybe it's combo. But the fact that they just can't come together and for the people, like you're saying, that's what's the most disappointing is because the people are the ones that are going to suffer. Exactly. Uh, Oakland is going to find some way to. You know, they're re-gentrifying the city and it looks different than it did, you know, five years ago. So, but is removing the pro teams like a part of their process? I don't know. But it sucks for the people that grew up there. I know that for a fact. It sucks
1: for the people that grow up there. It sucks also for the city itself because I don't think, you know, I think they understand that. But you delete a team, you're now out of money. And that I don't fucking get. Number two or number Huge three. Huge revenue yeah, uh, loss there. Exactly. 100%. And also, too, something that, and I don't remember where I heard this from, but they were talking about, you know, uh, you know, Giants and A's, you know, their uh, athletics, you know, like them playing each other and how there's this, oh, yeah. this rivalry that, you know, as a baseball fan, like I'm actually a little unfamiliar with that rivalry between Oakland and San Francisco it's very much yeah. of like a hometown rivalry the town versus the city i believe exactly and i i just you know i i didn't really didn't really give it that much thought until this started kind of populating mm-hmm. and you know you you got fans that have been following the team for years and you're now going to take away yeah
0: know, and I, you know it takes away a little bit of your identity as someone from Oakland too right yeah, like yeah. you know you're no longer going to be wearing Oakland or Raiders, or well, maybe if you're Raider Nation, like, you just go wherever, but yeah. you get what I mean. You're not going to be it's wearing Warrior stuff, A's stuff, because it hurts. Uh, you know, San Diego, Chargers leaving. Like, I don't want anything to do with, like, the way I watch the Chargers now is, I'm just indifferent. Like, I have nothing wrong with the players. Like, oh, it's not their fault. Games. But, well, I'm on Sunday ticket, baby. I got fantasy going. But I don't care about the result. Uh, like, when they lose on the last second, now it doesn't kill me anymore. That's kind of nice. nice. But I think I'd rather be killed. I think I'd rather have that, you know, hurt and uh, have the opportunity to go on a weekend with my friends and family to, you know, go down to see a game when I can. Yeah. So the fact that's not an option and, like like I said,
1: no, go ahead. Like, to some people, too, like, there there are fans that have been Ace fans forever. And maybe that's, like, their last game, like, before, I mean, I'm getting kind of, like, into a somber moment, but... (laughs) <laughs> to, to, but think about it right like you know we're huge Padre fans like if I ever you know when I get to that age where I'm just like old and brittle I'll tell you this I want to go see I want to yeah. go see my last well, Padre the, game
0: there's generations of fans too right like with yeah. the Chargers I knew I had friends and family friends that were you know they had been season ticket members for a really long time like yeah, they've been passed well. down uh yeah you know a lot of people in San Diego have those stories of people they know or them and so, we're kind of equating you just, this yeah. to
1: our our
0: personal and it, as it should because yeah. we can understand like what the people have, you know I think it's worse for them actually because they've lost more teams <laughs> yeah but oh I agree with that uh, it's 100%. terrible cause, and then you know the people in power like so the A's P, the A's owner or whatever is gonna be like oh we can come like watch us in Las Vegas like no. I don't want to go watch the Chargers in it was Carson at the time. I was like I will never go watch them no. play in that stadium. Fuck them. And I could care less about the the new stadium they're going to play in now. I'll go watch the Rams, sure, cuz I'm stadium they're renting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And but if the Chargers come back one day, welcome with open arms, be, but under the condition that Dean Spanos is not the yeah of
1: people
0: yeah. and it's and it, it brings people together through the city. Now, you know, people are just in Oakland are going to be Brought together through being pissed yeah, that like, all their teams are gone. Like,
1: I mean, just as a quick example, right? I mean, we I know for a fact that Dirty Birds in Pacific Beach is a Baltimore Ravens bar. You know, when you go up to Oakland, and yeah. you know for a fact that that is an athletics bar, and then you have, you know, mm-hmm. the Yankee bar that's across yeah, the street. it's the
0: identity of your city, right?
1: Exactly, and the fact that the The city itself is okay with just deleting its its history and, and histories. Sports, yeah. It's just fucking, it's absurd. And I, I,
0: and sports banter is not going to stand for it. No, fuck no. I'm and, okay, <laughs> and, and we are sure talking really about does. it like I'm. We're talking about it like it's definitely going to happen because I think it is definitely going to happen. Well, look at the court. Look at their
1: history. They've already deleted yeah. two teams.
0: And if you're the like I said, if you're the city council, that's not going to pair up with at least with the give a little bit of what and the look, owner we're wants we're not
1: our sports panzer is not political but we're just saying no. based off of this experience is what's fucking us up yeah you know
0: you gotta you city council and members of like a city that make decisions like these have to come together with an owner of that team yeah you can't just say hey this is our way this is our way that's and why team's in a movie and also the fans
1: opinion into consideration yeah. Which
0: isn't done enough. No. But what city isn't losing a team, but gaining a team? Great segue. <laughs> the Seattle. Oh, yeah, now we're in hockey, by the way. Seattle no. Kraken. Oh, yeah. No
1: hockey.
0: Yeah. The Kraken. First off, love the name. I love it. Absolutely name. love it. Marketing the name. is easy. Oh, All time. All time move. Seattle, the Kraken, like. Just check their website and they got a whole story about the deep seas in Seattle and oh, I was really? like, I read oh, oh yeah, it's cool. I did not. Like um, that. The mask or the logo is an S, but it's also a kraken. That's it's got a so red eye. Cool. It's it's so awesome. Surprising that Seattle didn't have a hockey team to begin with because they're the type of rabid fan base. And if we got you know Seattle listeners out here. Shout out to you guys. Your fan base is insane. I've yeah. been wanting to go to like I told you off uh, our recording. been trying to go to a Seahawks game for a long time, just because that place is insane. Like when Marshawn Lynch did his, you know, insane s- broke like seven tackles and oh, yeah. uh, scored the touchdown in the playoffs. Apparently, it was uh, the noise is loud enough to be an earthquake, wow. and like that's how the stadium is built. Just for
1: the most noise possible. The 12, 12th man. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was just about to say. The 12th man. And, you know, you brought up a really good point. Is I, I think you may have said, like, fanatic fans or crazed fans. And, yeah, you know, I talked about it off air when we were just kind of touching on the topics today. Is Seattle has a soccer team up there where, mm. you know, let's put it this way. You know, United States, soccer's not really that big. <laughs> but... Seattle has just en- the Sounders. That's exactly what they're called, yep. Enveloped this team and this love for soccer, and you know what's true. And again, you know anybody can correct me if I'm wrong here, but they've actually, you know, adopted a lot of the a lot of the European mm. um, aspects of soccer. And I know I'm kind of getting a little into the weeds with this, but <laughs> the thing is, is they're committed to supporting their city and their yeah. teams. And as sport, avid sports fans as we are, we can respect that. And that's why totally. we think this is so cool. And also, it is such a smart place for them.
0: Oh, yeah. I think it's the ideal fit for a new hockey team. I bet you that arena is going to be one of the best experiences uh, you know, in NHL. And going back to the previous expansion team that the NHL had was the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, that is a total experience exactly. too, and they, the marketing there is incredible. So, I guess the main thing is if you're gonna have an expansion team, like come correct, make this shit sick, and even if you suck at the beginning, like you gotta at least like five years for the fans to be like, all right, you got a chance to figure it out. But uh, the way the Kraken's done it right now, they just had their draft of players yesterday. And huge showing. It was outside right by the water, like perfect location. They had all these Seattle greats naming the picks. So they had Marshawn Lynch and some Supersonics guys. And, you know, they just played exactly that to the so fan cool. base. And I feel like the Kraken has just done an amazing job I mean, building this not team be up. i fan now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why not?
1: You know? Why the fuck not? I mean, that is just so cool. It's just, it, I don't know. I think we just care so much about sports and also the fact that when a city comes together to support their sport, yeah it just it just brings a lot of like emotion out of us mm-hmm. because we love that experience,
0: yeah, and I think that's a huge part of sports is the fans endorsing the team and like this. Yeah. Ass- Each city has their own identity (laughs) of being a fan. Like, you know, Chicago has its own mentality. New York has its own mentality. Baltimore, San Diego, L.A. Every city has its own character, so to speak, of the type of fan base you are. And, you know, the Kraken to the NHL and just the, the way Seattle fans are, it's such a great fit that I am... Yeah, you know, guy from San Diego, and I'm gonna be watching that shit just to see what it oh, looks yeah, like. Totally. You know, and
1: if there's if I'm ever up there and there's a game yeah. going on, I'm definitely gonna try and go.
0: Absolutely, and you know maybe they're trash, maybe they're not. But as far uh, right now, it's one of the best, like expansion teams coming yeah. up. Out through the marketing, through, uh, just bringing the city to be involved in it. I think they've done a tremendous job with it, and I can't wait to. You know,
1: I love it. I'm so excited. See for what
0: it. Seattle as a hockey city looks like, which I know is going to be extremely similar to Seahawk fan base. Oh yeah. And then if if they get
1: good, oh like fucking look out. Oh yeah, I agree.
0: There's going to be octopus on the ice at every oh, corner. Yeah. Oh,
1: I didn't even think about that. <laughs>
0: yeah, I just I just thought of that. So if you got some hat tricks coming, expect a large octopus right in the center. Yeah, I don't you know, know how you get an octopus in the arena. But some some bastard's going to find a way to get it in there. And his name might be Doc Downing.
1: Or Slippery Pete, I don't know. <laughs> we'll bright. have to uh,
0: talk to our CEO about yeah. that. Uh-huh. Which that? is the guy in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> or Doc. <laughs> yeah, don't don't be appointing my dad, you know, responsibilities. Well, I'll mean, go right to his head. I think he's already got that <laughs> kind of
1: appointed, if you will.
0: <laughs> but, um... Covered Milwaukee Bucks win the NBA championship. Giannis, Um, great job. Yeah. Giannis puts up 50 50 points, 14 rebounds, 5 blocks. Incredible performance. Milwaukee closes it out. 68,000 people outside of the arena go nuts. Parade today. First title since
1: 1971, so you better celebrate it. That's right. That's what we're going to be doing. Committed fans got to stay around. They finally got to win.
0: And I think that's a huge... Huge part of sports that you don't see all the time is that no. the team that grits through what they've gone through yes. makes the victory that much sweeter. I completely agree. Covered that in depth. Uh, a's, you poor bastards. Yeah. You might be in a different city.
1: So, You know what? what sad as, to say. As Charger fans, I thought we had it bad, but to lose two teams and potentially three, I'd be fucking, I, I would be moving immediately. Yeah,
0: don't even think about touching our goals, by no. the way. Don't Hard even think now. about it. No. But will the Oakland A's become the Las Vegas A's? Only time will tell. Right now it's looking like it's trending that way. We'll continue to monitor that. And hopefully Oakland can figure out something to flip the script. But it really feels like Las Vegas A's is going to be the, the next. Uh, God, that's going to be so weird. Yeah.
1: Um, and I then, think it's weird. Just a quick note. Yeah. I think it's weird because as how old as we are we've yet to see a baseball team move i don't yeah, I've, I've never don't think seen so. i've well, never seen a base- montreal that's yeah, it yeah but that's yeah. i mean that's not really you know but for well, it counts montreal it ca- to dc <laughs> It counts i guess but like i don't know i guess they don't move as often about that yeah there you go i mean nor does any real team but yeah, yeah. well i guess this it's is just a bit, happening a this lot is, more uh, now, the sports right? business right like
0: yeah. it's got to... A- Things change over time, so, like I said, hopefully Oakland figures it out, but, other than that, follow, follow you know, the... You who has
1: uh, figured it out is Seattle.
0: Seattle, there you go. <laughs> That's
1: right. <laughs> a cut off
0: transition, I For like that. Oh, of just, course. Yeah, stick your foot in there. <laughs> stick your boot in there. Boom. Uh, the Kraken. We're excited I'm, about I it. I want to get a shirt. I... Yeah, check out check out their shit, man. It's uh, I might, I might show you might be walking around out with a with shirt, the giant shirt. light blue S on your chest. Fuck yeah, I'm and like, it me. ain't Superman, baby. <laughs> it's the Seattle Kraken. Check their stuff out. Love check, it. you know, we're excited to see what that's gonna look like. NHL is up to thirty teams. Um, and they've just done a phenomenal job marketing their team. So That's awesome, man. I at the that. very least, if they're no good this year, they have a fan base that's ready to get after it just when they are
1: good. Blow up.
0: But um yeah, any parting words for the grit? The good people of sports band no, I, for I, the 27.
1: <laughs> no, I I appreciate everybody's content. I appreciate, you know, us just being consistent. Um, yeah, appreciate us. There we yeah, go. Exactly. A little I appreciation for yeah. my guy,
0: Polar Bear. Yeah.
1: You know, I, I I mean, look, you know, this was an idea that you and I just came up with, and I love that we're yeah. staying consistent. You know, I think it. we've definitely grown mm-hmm. closer with sports and our sports, you know, understanding between each other, which is huge. Yeah. You know, I feel Very like fun. our reach is getting out there a little bit more, and I love that. And people are responding to our more of our content, and I, I just... We're growing. I'm I'm very appreciative of where this started and where it's moving again. it's That's the beauty of it. Yeah. Well, don't cry. (laughs) Yeah. We got shit to
0: do, (laughs) but the growth of the sports banter brand is awesome to see. And it's, I mean, it's dope to be a part of. So thank God (laughs) that DM happened and we're like, all right, let's just do it. (laughs) But yeah, you know, if you can help us grow as we're talking, throw us some five stars, throw us some reviews. It only could help, you know? That's right. It only could help. But for episode 27, Sports Banter, out. (laughs)